Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanita, your features editor. Editor Rotten, editor-in-chief. Robert Chalgett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, editor of the year. Editor of the year? Wow. wow. Who ordered you yeah. that? Well, it's not that was I'm, it, I was wasn't awarded us, I'll tell you that. editor of the year. <laughs> I was just one of the editors who was around this oh, year. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, editor of the I, year. I am also yeah. editor of the year. Okay, as opposed to, I was thinking you were like, okay, this year, I'm chopping up this year. I am shortening it. I'm improving it. <laughs> uh, you have August, a lot to for. No one needs uh, August. How dare <laughs> you? Let's scrap it. <laughs> I always think October, because whenever I think of, like, future, I always forget October exists. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's almost Christmas. It goes September, November, fucking December. So I just forgetting whole months. What's yeah. Well, like, I, what? Routinely. Also, how are you forgetting October? Arguably one of the only months where its identity is one day of the month. Don't, because I don't <laughs> give a shit about that day. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what the editor needs to do is like we've got everything leading up to October. Then we just have Halloween as a that's single right. day. Just one day. And then we just move on to Christmas. <laughs> so you're saying it's like September 58, September 59, September 60, October No, no, 31st. no, like we still get to like September 30th and then it's October yeah. 30th and then we move on. <laughs> okay. November has okay. 60 days, got it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A very long that, November. That makes sense. Uh, today we're talking about our Game of the Year awards and to present them, we have Al Pacino and Andrew yes. Rotten. Al Pacino will be here shortly. <laughs> He's gonna just stand awkwardly behind me the entire yeah. time. I wish I wish I had something prepared so we could just have a, an image of Al Pacino back here the whole time. Yeah. You could have just gotten like a giant printed cutout. Like you go to yes. Staples and it's like this is very important to me. Try to get the exact one from the Game Awards. Some cutout from there. Yeah. If only. If only we thought ahead. If only. But yes, take it away. We'll talk about our 2022 awards. I will definitely tell you the real winners, not fake ones. Let's see what you guys think. Do we get to do a guessing game? Like each of well, us trying to guess we're gonna, which one I'm going to I'm going to give you the the runner up and we'll see if you can figure out the winner based on the runner up. Okay. <laughs> and we'll go from there. But first we'll talk about uh, the nominees. So our first award is the best multiplayer award, which speaks for itself, best multiplayer game. Um, our nominees were Grounded from Obsidian, Marvel Snap, Multiverses, Platoon 3, which will make some people happy, you know, the few of you out there, uh, and uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge were our five multiplayer nominees mm. for 2022. Not the, it doesn't feel like it's the strongest category this year. There's good stuff in there. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like what's, what, always makes this category tough is there are so many games that have been out for years and years that's yes right? that's also yeah, that, makes it, yeah yeah like people play like league of legends right like people play that game since 10 yeah. plus years ago and it's probably or, one of the best multiplayer games still yeah. but They're yeah. All, oh yeah all the multiplayer right. games been around a while all your your counter strikes and and stuff like that that people play regularly mm -hmm. your dotas and etc yeah that's see, Brett, you you were about to uh, attack that opinion. Was that what yeah, that was? League is trash. Okay, oh. that's fine, Hunt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> At least yeah. in Hunt, the game is abusive towards me, not the other players. Oh, mm, that makes it better. Yeah, it does. So my guess is you'll be able to pick out who won this one based from our staff. But the runner-up, even though I made a joke about it, was Splatoon three, which Splatoon I'm sure Dan 3. Dan will be very happy with. How many times did he submit his vote? 
<laughs> Only once, as far as I know. Did we exclude the bot uh, votes. Yeah, we got rid of the bot. because no, the bots are the internet's will. So mm. accurately reflects the internet. Uh, so we have reader's choice and internet's will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Splatoon is the runner up. It is. That's got to be Marvel Snap. It's Marvel Snap. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the one yeah. really big runaway winner in any category this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't even close. I think every, was, like, almost Snap. everybody on staff played it or talked about it at some point. Which oh, is really? very have odd. We, have we talked about it on this podcast? We have. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we chatted it like, the first or second week that it was out. And then the third and the fourth and the fifth. I hey. still play it regularly. Yeah, out of curiosity, what's your collection level or whatever? It's like 1300. Jeez. Wow. Hey, you blew past me. So, so that was your vote anyway, too, I said. It, uh, I don't vote. Uh, that's fair, but yeah. Unless it's a tiebreaker, just to mm -hmm. save, because it's way it's so much a hassle otherwise. Right. But otherwise, I do not vote. How long? <laughs> how long do we think until Marvel Snap hits like Switch and consoles and stuff? Because with this much success, I don't know how well you can it lend itself you can, to those controls. You see that Switch. Like I mean, Mar like the Marvel Midnight Suns game is on console. Like it's also a card That's game, true. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, like there are tons of card know. games on both. They're still working out the early access of Steam of uh, PC. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but a great I mean, game though. Yeah, and I feel it's... like they're on probably two of their most monetizable platforms right now, like yeah. mobile and PC. You're probably getting a lion's share of the money you would get anyway. Most likely. Yeah, but, but it would be cool to see it on Switch as well. Yeah. You know, just on the go, right? Just great little bite-sized matches. It's very yeah. The reason I played so much of it is I've been watching niece and nephew who are young, and it's the perfect little like in-between stuff. Like the only break I get, I'm like, I'll just play <laughs> a match or two of that right. around the, uh, as the chaos unfolds around me. Um, and in your phone, yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. The chaos emeralds, famously Marvel. I'm thinking chaos magic, but yeah, congratulations to Marvel Snap know. for winning our multiplayer game of it's 2022. Great. It's great. Ben mm -hmm. Brode knows how to make uh, card games yeah. that are popular with the masses. Yeah, he's that Hearthstone <laughs> guy, right? You know, little yes. little indie gem Hearthstone. He's he very knows small. He knows what he's doing. Uh, but our next one, this was a pretty contentious category, best writing. So in oh. our writing, we talk about character, the world building, the overall plot, and what have you. And second place for us went to God of War Ragnarok. Didn't Whoa. take first. So what are oh, our who were the rest of the nominees? Who were the nominees? Oh, that's right. The nominees. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of important. <laughs> who it's like, wow, that's really interesting. <laughs> who well, the fuck else is running? Two, three, one. Two, three got nominated. No, just. Uh, it was God of War Ragnarok, Immortality. <laughs> Norco, Pentiment, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I know Scrap is very happy with. Oh my god, if that wins. Xenoblade was that's, uh, that's all of those stories are like, they're all big stories. They're all so different from one another very as well. Very different. Yeah. I feel like knowing our staff, it's either Pentiment or Norco. I feel like that's. A lot of people got into Norco after you guys started chatting about it, didn't they? Phew. Yeah, it's it's a great game. It's it's the writing in it is it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's 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 super funny. 
And it's just got a great story going with it too. Great sci-fi yeah. stuff happening. It's a great game. Right, and like an interesting I, setting too, right? It's like it's yes. like voodoo sci-fi Louisiana. Uh, I wouldn't like, say voodoo, but it's voodoo, definitely right? like it's it's very depressed, like <laughs> small town or like outskirts of a big city, small town outside of uh, New Orleans, and that's where I the devs that, from. I know that Christian is a big fan of immortality, and I know that he was yeah. he was shopping that around, and that won a couple at the Game Awards as well. A lot I'd of never people heard are very of it until until Chris brought it to my attention. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people out there are very high on it. Mm-hmm. I bounced off it hard. I is okay. it the FMG vibe? No, I'm yeah. fine with that, but it, it gives you zero <laughs> direction on anything. Mm. Like what to do, like why am I doing this? Like you just see a bunch of clips of movies. Like you're piecing stuff together, but it doesn't really give you a reason for a while. And then also mm. I'm just seeing these out-of-context clips of of film something <laughs> i'm like okay why do i give a shit like yeah because if i remember right isn't the the game mechanic kind of like you're watching a clip and then you can click on something in the clip to like go yeah. to another clip that's will, relevant like, take, like say someone's on. drinking a cup of coffee like you could click on that and it'll take you to another scene in a movie where there's a cup of coffee or, or like a coffee mug sitting somewhere right. and it'll play that scene or that kind of stuff. And it's these different weird hidden object things that will reveal information, like get you moving down some way. And there's like mm-hmm. a million ways to figure out the store, the, the go through the plot and all that. But right. Anyway, it's a very interesting idea uh, that resonated with a lot of people. Didn't resonate with me, but mm. a very interesting way to tell a story. Right. And then Pentiment, I know Austin is a very big fan of that yeah. game. Um, he actually is working on a feature right now uh, where he's interviewed the devs behind it. So that'll be cool. It should go live on the site this week. Pentiment um, is a very fun game. Yeah, that's the like 1600s, uh, right? Bohemian like Bavarian? 1500s, yeah. In Bavaria. Yeah. yeah. It's very grounded in that history and it uses a lot of... Um, a lot of historical documents a lot of things that people are like oh i remember reading that in school or college possibly like the little references to things but they're you know they're part of that world back then um mm. and it just even if you're not interested in the history part of it, it's just a neat little murder several oh, a couple murder mysteries in one right that it's a through line story of stuff happening in this one small town mm. this village um and you have to figure out who murdered who and why pretty classic I, I had a, yeah i had a chance to to listen to the developers talking about it a little bit before release and like everyone involved has history degrees they paired <laughs> up with a music group that is like specifically a music group that makes and recreates music of that time of that period with the legitimate instruments um there was so much care into into that as a historical piece of or a piece of historically accurate fiction um and then it's also you know it's a it's uh uh you know got the branching branching story build up your Mm -hmm. character based on what decisions you make along the way and how that influences other things down the way that is an in-depth game I, right. Right. If that was, I reckon, if that wins, then uh, 
that's an excellent choice. Very, very well deserved. Yeah, it was great. It's on Game Pass. If you want to yeah. play it, worth a shot. Yeah. And uh, I'll leave to Scrappy to talk about Xenoblade. <laughs> sing its praises. I'm waiting for that. Just waiting. Sing its praises. Um, tell, tell us how you feel it, about it, Scrappy. It is a game of the year. Um, <laughs> just just it, of the year, not it, game. It, of it, the it year. is it is one of the games of the year. Uh, it, it, at least in 2022, yes. It it does feature some writing. Okay. Words have been written in relation to the creation of the game. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's it's perfectly fine. It is very anime, weeby Japanese like RPG kind of vibes. So it's it's very up that alley. Uh, I just can't say I am like I do like that. I love Persona and all that, but there's something about Xenoblade's world where it's eh, okay. Uh, to me i did not finish the games so i don't know if there's like some grand revelation at the end that makes it all tie together it was be... all a dream yeah, could have been that um but you were a ghost the entire time yeah <laughs> i mean i do know one of the twists that's like it's not either of those but it's as cliche i would say um hey cliches yeah. are there for a reason they're good writing <laughs> they're, yeah they're <laughs> Uh, there's some familiarity in cliches. I, you know, I was just kidding. There's, there's a comfort in the cliche. Yeah. Yeah. I obviously people on staff liked it, even though you know what. Yeah, I I know I'm I am I don't know about the minority, but I know the fans of Xenoblade very really big like fans, it. very excited fans yeah. about it. So I don't want to yuck their yum. Well, it didn't win. I'll tell you Good. that. Didn't win. <laughs> Immediately no <laughs> sensation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, winner of best writing went to Pentiment. Who could it be? <laughs> <laughs> went to Pentiment with uh, among staff. That's awesome. So well deserved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I guess like, uh, adding on to what Stretch was saying earlier, one thing that I really liked about it is like, yeah, there's this murder mystery stuff happening around you that's compelling and stuff. And you have a bunch of suspects that will you will be convinced did it. But one of the coolest things about it is it takes place over decent amount of period of time like decades and you see the daily lives of just regular old villagers going about life that's it's not really all that important overall to the plot but they do a lot to you just see how they live life back then hmm. their problems and all that stuff and they do that really well to make it interesting yeah i imagine you're pretty excited about this you're a history nerd right yeah. like outside of video history yeah. yeah bit of a history nerd it's, it's I have a feeling stuff. that Pentiment's going to be one of those one of those games that shows up in two years, being taught at like a college or something. Yeah, um, and it's just it's it's got that kind of vibe to it. Mm. It's uh, I think it's one of those that I don't know if it's because of the way it looks because they they kind of are aping like medieval art in the way of the style of it. Or, mm -hmm. or because it is more like a point-and-click kind of adventure kind of game in a way. Right. If that turned people off to it, because um, I know some people are like, yeah, they're not, they're not down for that. They don't want, don't want to do a bunch of reading or whatever the case might be. Um, it just feel like one of those that kind of went under the radar for me. It's a really excellent game. Mm. I think a lot of people were talking about it, but the people who did talk about it were yeah. like very positive. Yeah. Okay. Loud. It's. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, it's always funny seeing tweets about where people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm having dinner at this person's place and asking them questions so I could try to figure out who fucking murdered this guy. And that is the thing, like, you'll be eating a meal and, like, it'll show the meal and over time you're eat, like, eating bits and pieces of it and they're talking about the whatever local gossip about whatever the hell's going on. Mm. That. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, like, kind of a niche sort of game, you know, no, it's like a big blockbuster vibe but yeah. has but actually, even if you're not interested in the, the history stuff i think the the murder mystery thing that's going on mm. and the bigger thing around it is is interesting enough for a lot of people so right and it's not like it beats you over the head it'll it'll say a name of some document or some writing or some historical figure and you can read about it if you want like they have little excerpts about it but you can you'll be just fine not knowing also mm. if you don't want to Kind of, kind of reminds me of like the Civilopedia and Civilization games. Like in a you way, learn more about that. Civilopedia but... is a lot more in depth than what's in Pentiment, though. Mm, fair. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. What's what is the next category? Uh, next and who are their nominees? It's best visual design. <laughs> uh, nominees are Elden Ring. First mm -hmm. time we saw that. Mm -hmm. Why is that in the best writing? Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Tunic. Ooh. Or best and visual this is a, design. This is a tough one. I feel like even if you say the runner-up, I'll be like, man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the harder categories. What were our qualifications for visual design? What do you mean qualifications? Like, is just, it just that it like looked pretty? It's for outstanding cohesive aesthetic is how we describe it. So that okay. doesn't mean best graphics. It yeah. just means it, whatever it was trying to achieve visually, it did it excellently. Mm -hmm. Of all the purdy games out there, it's the purdiest. Like, like I would say, like Pentiment to me deserved to be on here. Is it the mm -hmm. prettiest look? No, but they absolutely nailed the look that they were mm -hmm. looking for. And mm -hmm. it, it enhances the vibe of the game. Right. So I, to me, that it would have been perfectly well-deserved to have been nominated also. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like most of the list right now is is generally <clears throat> leaning toward the like the technical the graphic big. aspect. The one, the one that is not the bit, yeah, technical graphics and like big budget stuff. The one that's not is Tunic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the little bit of an outlier. Right. Oh, I'm. I love Tunic. I'm a huge Tunic fan. But even really? then, like throwing it to <laughs> throwing it to God of War, like that game looks it's pretty impressive, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The you know, and I know that it's mocap suits, but like the the way that Kratos moves, Kratos runs, like it's just all everything is taken into yeah. account. Right. Yes, it's pretty great. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like Elden Ring is not technically as impressive. Like, you know, in terms of just the fidelity and anti-aliasing and other big graphics words. Um, <laughs> but it does have a very cohesive aesthetic. Like yeah. that world feels very lived in and it's very smartly laid out. It has a lot of, I mean, it's not like the same as Dark Souls, but there's similar ideas of like that thing in the landscape is pretty, but it is also a marker of some sort to guide you, you know, toward a destination, which is, you know, something that some games don't do as often. Yeah, that was kind of one of my questions is that like, there's a lot that, tunic like tunic is a great game looks it's it looks like a great game 
but so much of what you see and is like in the background is such an integral part of the core game as well i'd um, say i think almost the like design of the the um i totally blank of the name of the book you get the pages you collect yeah the, uh, the, the instruction the, manual the, the manual that's manuals word i couldn't remember <laughs> like the the, the the design of that itself is yeah amazing they right. built an entire language for it that just yeah. like immerses you in the world right but it has like just enough hints for it at the beginning when you don't i mean you probably might not know the language at the end either unless you're stretch yeah. but you know there's enough little hints there yeah. where you're like oh okay a buttons to do this yeah. you know yeah it's it's all through inferred knowledge and trial and error and there's so many secrets yeah. hidden in that journal as well uh that are just so cool yeah <laughs> yeah and horizon like I, uh, like, horizon God, is amazing looking yeah me personally that's what i vote i would have voted for as the mm. number one it's mm -hmm. pretty crazy how ver varied the locales are and how good each one looks uh it's an impressive game like for it's particularly because it's an open world run around the game um it's not like set levels it's amazingly well done like, yeah it's crazy I feel like the, one of the biggest impacts of it, like on a global scale, is the lighting. The lighting in yes. it somehow just hits perfectly anywhere you look, anytime. Yep. It always fits, and it's just uh, technically a, a crazy game. It makes me really wonder, you know, I'm, I know there'll be another Horizon, and I'm assuming it will be, you know, an un, like the, they don't use Unreal. They have their own engine and stuff. The Decimal. Um, something like, yeah, you know, the one that Death Stranding uses. Mm -hmm. um they uh whatever that will be next when it's built for ps5 and later and stuff where this was still a cross-gen thing i'm very interested in what that will be like because yeah they it's pretty impressed what they pull off already for sure and what we're we're already very close to the next horizon game as well with the psvr 2 one that's and that right. also looks yeah. incredible yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, i'm super bummed that's not coming to like steam right index and stuff i mean they might do the you know because like horizon one came That's out true. pc god of war oh, they've, maybe. they've actually know. they've announced it for the index too right <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> coming coming this summer yeah i mean uh, we're also yeah. going to see hollywood <laughs> in um in the horizon world soon with that dlc oh next that's year. right yeah mm -hmm. burning shores or something like that something like that yeah um so anyway our runner-up Mm. was god of war didn't mm. win it was the runner up and <laughs> if, I guess... if it had one i wouldn't have been surprised either is like you're it's it's yeah phenomenal looking it's very pretty yeah yeah well i'm gonna but... i'm gonna dream and pray and hope for tunic but i'm gonna expect horizon <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's i'm gonna tunic. put her a... well actually ghostwire tokyo we didn't talk about that we didn't one talk about it no, I mean that's the one. That's one I think I put forward as a nominee as well, because like that yeah, game, Persona inspired setting. Yeah, it's inspired by that city they made up for Persona Five Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. pretty crazy. Like Shibuya Crossing. You remember the Shibuya Crossing in the anime opening for yes. it? Yeah, that's like oh, in the so in this game. Yeah. This is um, gonna be like one of those like, oh, this wasn't a real dinosaur. We built the dinosaur <laughs> wrong. But in like three thousand years, it's gonna be like, ah, huh, so. 
They made an so, entire theme park called Japan based off these video games. <laughs> uh, um, but Ghostwire Tokyo is a very phenomenal game in terms of its its visual design. I feel like that's probably the one thing that I think could win for it because it does feel very cohesive. It does nail that feeling of being in a huge city like Tokyo. Yeah. So I don't know if it would win though with our staff. <laughs> If I had to guess, I'd say Horizon as well. Well, you're wrong. Mm. Elden Ring won. Ah, Visual design. We have enough Souls fans in the staff yeah. that doesn't surprise yeah. me too much. Uh, well, it's not super surprising. It's, you know, Big Tree looks cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's very simple, yeah. It's, it's... Weighing, weighing up like this game versus the other competitors it was, it was a very very tough category one might say that it's like the dark souls of categories jesus mm. christ <laughs> it is it is usually a tough category because it's it feels subjective sometimes that's why it's always we always try i always try to think of it as like what what were they trying to achieve and did they do it and yeah. how does it affect the rest of the Tunic game? was the was the diversity vote <laughs> <laughs> i mean i I get it though, because I feel like you know Elden Ring is probably the game I put the most time into in 22, and like there is something about its visual design where there are points where you know you kind of want to explore everything that's not related to the critical path, and sometimes it's just to see what's out there because they have some pretty crazy environments yeah. in this game that are totally different, like you know Melania, the very like iconic, really hard Scarlet Rot boss fight. To get to her, you have to go to a tree in the sky sweet yeah and it's like it's things like that where it's like okay this is some like creative weird shit that they're just doing and i mean i think a lot of people have talked about the um the underground map there, there's like a fucking low rule in elden ring that when you go down there there's like a sky of stars but you're underground and it's like it's just another one of those like takes your breath away oh, kind it's of moments, you know? underdark you know yeah man i wish i enjoyed souls games they sound yeah. so cool. Yeah, Scrappy yeah, put most rad. of his time into Elden Ring this year, and I put the least of my time in Elden Ring this yeah, year. Yeah, like like one hundred minutes <laughs> worth of time. Yes. Well, there you go, Elden Ring best yeah. visual design winner. Yeah, congratulations to Elden Ring. Good, good game, I hear. Yeah, it's gotten very few awards this year, so I'm glad right. that we're shining a spotlight on it. That's right. It's been. It's been a tough game. year for games. There's been uh, there's been a lot of good games this year. It's a lot. Of, it's a good year. Very good year for games. Next year is already stacked, or this year? Shit, it's already this yeah, it's year. It's already stacked as well. Yeah. So our next category is best soundtrack for best overall score. Mm. Ooh. The nominees are Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion, Elden Ring, of course, God of God of War Ragnarok. Metal Hellsinger, oh, yeah. and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> you can see the slight grimace on Scrappy's face every single time it gets brought up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the soundtrack is probably the best thing of the game of, of Xenoblade. It was okay. Um, but 
just can't get can't let it have anything can you i really can't i gave it 60 <laughs> years of my life and it's 60 years on, or 60 hours of my life and i will oh, never so get 60 them back. years jesus yeah i mean it felt like years <laughs> hell have you been watch, doing all year watch yeah. out if we get him too upset he'll disconnect again <laughs> don't, don't bully I him too much on my computer <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. so who's the runner-up the runner-up wow this was. energy Love I know, so I'm just so into what's <laughs> happening right now. The runner-up was Elden Ring. Didn't mm. win it. Okay. okay. But people liked it a lot. I think that's the one thing that the Souls series in general is really good at all the time the soundtrack, but particularly, like, boss fight music is always, like, fucking the best. It's, like, so epic. That's why, it's, it that's always why sets the vibe. It. Yeah. yeah, it always is like, oh, shit, stuff yeah. is happening. Like, have, have you guys seen that video of like POV, your uh, Dark Souls boss, and it's like a little <laughs> raccoon <laughs> like rolling around in the grass very frantically, but yeah. it has the epic music playing. Yeah. It's, it's like the best. Yeah, it, the music is phenomenal. Yeah. I reckon number one is going to go to uh, God of War then, because like mm. that God of War soundtrack, especially like the big, the big like vocal pieces and stuff. That's like that's in my Spotify playlist to just listen to, and I was mm -hmm. listening to that before I'd even played the game. There is some surprising banger tracks in that because I thought it was okay overall, but not super memorable. Personally, I agree with that. Well, I think there is one memorable melody of memorable motif. The um, you know, bum 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 yeah. bum bum bum, right? And they riff on that a lot throughout the game. And every time it plays, it is very epic. Like especially in the latter, like that very last major, you know, yeah. big fight war moment. Um, there's a lot of moments where that song kind of comes in and it's like this grandiose sweeping orchestral take on it that, you know, it definitely feels very cool. Yeah. But it is kind of just that one motif that that to me sticks out as the most memorable throughout the game. But also there's Metal Hellsinger, which is metal, the music rhythm game. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Metal Hellsinger. Which is in my I, top five for the year. So. Is it, is that your number one for this category? Right? Is that what you? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was listening to the leaked soundtrack before the game came out. Mm -hmm. It's just each track is so well crafted yeah. and when you tie it into the gameplay it kind of it really enhances the experience as you get to learn those songs a lot better and you can kind of time things around that um is it now difficult to listen garbage to those at songs? music rhythm stuff is it now difficult to listen to those songs outside of the game because you're no. like gotta be shooting gotta be moving gotta be doing things on the beat <laughs> <laughs> no, I still listen to him. It's is just that, that part of a song. Got to be shooting. Got to be moving. Yeah, that, that's some. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, you know, in the, I, the deep metal. I'm revealing yeah. it now, guys. <laughs> well, uh, I I did like Metal Hellsinger as a vibe, though. Like, I'm one of those people where I love metal, but I don't like screaming, Man. which leaves me in a very small window with modern metal because 90 percent of it is screaming. screaming. Yeah. Um, so of the entire game there are like two songs well like one and a half songs i really like there's the stygia one which it was the in the demo one. it's it's a great song i love the chorus uh the rest of it i'm kind of like eh, it's all right and then the uh the surge surge tankian song the the final boss song final boss it's pretty good 
It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Those are words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta, yeah, I love the chorus. Gotta be shooting. Gotta be. <laughs> That's the best part of it is when they sing that. Like, I love getting the 16 times multiplier just to hear that part. That's, yeah. That's, so That's what you're playing this for. Is, this is where I'm going to be announcing my SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you said Elden Ring was a runner-up. Elden right? Ring was runner-up. Okay, I'm willing to bet 90% of that is for the Radagon theme because that song <laughs> fucking slaps, dude. Yeah. It's, it's like the... I know that one. The final boss one yeah yeah it's like a march toward your fucking death because that guy just beats your ass every time hmm well winner i would score crisis core it's it is more final fantasy music right it is yeah yeah it's more it's final switched. fantasy music it's pretty I good i believe it's all been reorchestrated too yeah i've been playing through it i wasn't as impressed as i was with remake from a no, it's definitely not the same. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I'm enjoying Crisis Core quite a bit. It's nice to revisit mm-hmm. it finally after mm-hmm. my PSP died a million years ago. Yeah. Oh, it had its own crisis? Yes. Mm-hmm. At its core. Right. At its the, core. Uh, so do we want to know who the winner was? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the next category, no, it's uh, Metal <laughs> Hellsinger one. Metal Hellsinger staff, which yeah. it was a, it had a quite the vocal group of people that liked it on staff. I wasn't super surprised to see it win. Yeah, plus I feel like it is one of the few games of the year that's like it's really all about the soundtrack, that's, right? Yeah, like, like ninety percent of the marketing was, and we have this singer and yes. that person. about big names in metal, yeah. We didn't care about Ed Sheeran on the Pokemon soundtrack. No, no, <laughs> no, no big votes. Is that really that. a thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, the best Ed thing Sheeran about Ed Sheeran was for... him in Game of Thrones. Mm. Everybody's super um, happy about it. Well, and also yeah, I guess shout out to plays in the credits. <laughs> yeah, and similar in God of War, you got Hozier on the credits for that. He sung okay. that song at the Game Awards too. Okay, yeah, that's the yeah. Blood Upon the Snow. That's the one that yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. So our next congratulations, Metal Health Singer. Yeah, Metal Health Singer. Next category time is uh, the best expansion (laughs) flash DLC. I'm just just loving Otten's energy. He's so he's so. We got got places to be. (laughs) You need a copy of my man. Are you trying to go? It doesn't feel like there's any energy. <laughs> Please wrap it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm the, uh, the Al guy. Pacino. Like, what's I'm on? the producers at uh, during Christopher Judge's speech. <laughs> That's the energy I have. I guess it's fucking going. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, best expansion uh, DLC. Uh, this see, a lot of places don't cover DLC and expansion all that well. Like a lot of places, they don't get reviewed much. So I like that we have the category. So it's it's simply best new piece of content to something. Yeah. Um. So our five nominees are Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Dead Cells, The Queen and the Sea, Destiny Two, The Witch Queen, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, and Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition. Mm are our five nominees um i think that's a great batch of stuff because they're they're good games that add a a lot of good stuff to like cuphead is more of the same cuphead's so great like (laughs) 
more stuff there was just it was amazing yeah and i I hear that miss chalice really like changes the whole vibe of the game which is like a different way to play yeah yeah which is kind of what you really want in a dlc right it's like it's not just a reason to play the new stuff but then it's like oh let's go back and you know try out the old content in a new way yeah yeah um i've not played queen in the sea but dead cells is it's crazy how much content they make for that game and dead cells is amazing like really 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 good Mm -hmm. like it's in that tier of hades and stuff where you're talking about the best of roguelikes that are out there no question it's up in the top tier right i i tried to get into queen in the sea when it came out but the last time i had played dead cells was like within the first three months of (laughs) 1.0 it's been a while it's it's been a while so i bought the dlc and like the rest of them because you know there was like the last seed and a few others i think yeah um and i tried to play it and i was like oh wait i have so much other stuff to catch up on that i kind of uh stopped because i had to get through all the other things and i was like there's a lot to to consume yeah yeah We have any Destiny 2 people? I don't think any of us are big Destiny 2 guys on here. I I was a big Destiny guy. um, Mm. And, like, I'm sure just as they've done with every expansion, they have added, you know, more guns, another layer to the dense web of a story that Destiny has become. Remember when Destiny 1 launched and people criticized it for having no story? (laughs) And now it's just like, oh, like... Here, our our third sibling cursed by the elder god worms did this, and they're coming. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot, and it's always great to see that that continued push. And yeah. you know, Destiny fans are always eating good. Yeah, they've done yeah. a lot in the last couple of years to kind of hone in on community feedback and really, really mm-hmm. drive things forward. I think that with every misstep they make. Um, which aren't too many, they pivot in a really positive way that the community reacts like really well to every single yeah. time. Yeah. Capitalize on the learning opportunity of failure and not just the, yeah. well, you know, scrambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely learned from Destiny 1 when they did 2 and then just continue to iterate in such well, a, a solid way. T- 2 launched pretty crap. <laughs> but yeah. That was because... That was because you had a different team working on all the live update stuff on one while two was going on. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. It was yeah. an awkward transition period. Yeah. I feel like Beyond Light is kind of like, I think in a couple years time, we're going to look at Beyond Light and everything after that is kind of like Destiny 2's Realm Reborn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not quite <laughs> it's the same, right? It's not like they shut down Destiny 2 to restart it. But I think mm-hmm. that Beyond Light is kind of like this turning point where it's like, you know, really getting into its stride. I think the only other game on that DLC list that I can speak to is Stanley Parable. I fucking love Ultra Deluxe. Ultra Deluxe is the best to me, hands down, 100%. Well, you'll be happy to know it is the runner-up of the category. Didn't Ah, win. Shame. But it is the runner-up. God, it's such a funny fucking DLC though. That just like yeah. makes fun of DLCs and ultra editions and and remakes, remaster type stuff. It's so perfect. Just, yeah, exactly what it needed to be. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing else it could have been. Yeah, like, and I love that it grapples with its own success too. In a way, like it, it kind of turns the mirror on itself of what it 
was and what it did mm. and leans into the absurdity in that there's a point where you unlock a bucket and it's just a bucket and you can pick it up at the beginning of your run and when you do the entire it's similar to cuphead where all of the the old runs you've done change a little bit because of the bucket um <laughs> so this is it's the the gnome run for like it's, half-life yeah it's kind of like that but you know like no, there are pretty they're pretty significant changes to some of the older content with the bucket but then there's also just the added layer of the narrator just being like stanley felt a warmth in the bucket like an old friend finally come back to give him a hug kind of stuff you know <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's great yeah, like ripping yeah. On companion cube Mm-hmm. I remember Stanley Prayer when it came out um, was one of those games where people like really started talking about narrators. I think the first time I remember hearing that for was Bastion. Yeah. And mm. then Stanley Parable, like, like, I do not know the voice actor's name for who does the narration, but he does such a good job. Mm-hmm. Just like just create, creating the vibe of that whole game. Yeah. It's like the perfect, like, snide British man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kevin Brighting. There you go. Good job, Kevin. Thank you. Keep up the good work. So if that was the runner up. I feel like it's got to be Cuphead. I feel like that got a lot of fanfare. Maybe. I don't know, because I I feel like when I'm looking at our staff list, too, I'm like, do we have a lot of people who played Cuphead? I will remind you that the year Cuphead came out, it basically won every single award we had. Mm. Except, so except game of the year. So it's Cuphead. Yeah, knowing that now, I think yeah. Cuphead, guys. I've just got, I've got yeah. a slight inkling. Well, that was a misdirection because it was. Oh, Cuphead. you bastard! It was Cuphead. <laughs> fucking kill you. <laughs> Cuphead one. It's pretty okay. deserved. I mean, it's it. It almost was like a two of Cuphead two in a way. Like there was. I don't know how many bosses. There's almost as many or more bosses. There was like five or six bosses. There was enough bosses for like two islands of the original game. Mm. Yeah, it was quite a bit going on. It just didn't have the like regular run through levels, but it was nothing but bosses. Yeah, just Um, to focus on them. Yeah, it was. It's great. Well, very well deserved. Um, I'm curious where they will go now. Are they going to do make more Cuphead? Are they going to try something new? Bull boy. Bull boy. Yeah, we we got Cuphead, we got Mugman, so now it's Bull oh, Boy. I heard I thought, I thought you meant like Bull, like light bulb. Like yeah, what? and I was like, but Bull. I would B O W L, boy. I'd love to see them make a Mega Man style game. Like the platforming yeah. sections were good enough. Yeah, I like. Um, the if they cool. if they did that and then they had like a boss rush kind of thing at the end. Um, with that like level of quality of bosses, I reckon that'd be great. That'd be a really good way to do yeah. it. Give hey, it's not like Capcom's doing it. I get the, <laughs> I get the feeling that whatever they do next, it will be. They they've made the name for themselves with with an art style. I don't know if necessarily be the same kind of art style, but I get the feeling it will be something like visually. It's got to be compelling in some way. Whatever it'll mm, be. That- that hose art style again i don't know if it'll be that but i'm sure it'll be still because that's kind of what they made their names on is that more than anything right like um it'll have to be something that's visually pretty great 
mm. would probably be the main focus because i know that's what took the most dev time for cuphead it's like fuck we gotta like animate all this hand drawn <laughs> stuff it takes forever right worth and make- it very worth it but yeah. it takes a long time like and it's not just the animation but then like how does it play with the player input yeah. like yeah. that yeah that's been the kind of funny thing like seeing all of the advertisements and stuff for the netflix show mm-hmm. is that the animation in the netflix show is just not there and yeah. very clearly they tell it's because they did not go with the style that made the the video game work so well it, mm-hmm. it almost seems strange to be like this game this game built its core around this like nostalgia and this art style let's not do that for the tv show like what are you wow. doing wow netflix it... butchering a video game adaptation yeah. okay yeah. okay who would have thunk taking wow. cu- cutting corners with their budget <laughs> again after one season crazy oh yeah. man anyway Congrats to Cuphead. Cuphead, Cuphead DLC, Delicious Last Course. Oh, that I just <laughs> not. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I think, I, I think it was pretty good. Uh, they've been DLC and expansions have gotten a lot better over the years. Once once DL, they started stopped going fucking insane with DLCs, and we're like, okay, we're actually going to give you something for it instead of <laughs> bullshit. Horse armor, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was really bad during the map packs era. You remember that when when games came yes. like shooters came out with map packs, and that was the All main deal. To, yeah. I remember making my way over to GameStop to purchase the Halo Two expansion disc to add more maps. Yeah, uh, yeah that's people people bitch about like microtransactions and stuff in shooters or or battle passes, but that's what they're paying for. Is that you so that the yeah. developer doesn't need to like separate out the community across mm-hmm. who has purchased which group of three additional maps right what is our next but in a oh, similar reign is the best evolving game so it's just mm-hmm. best continued development uh so these are games that have probably been out for a while that get nominated uh so our nominees this year it's a very similar list almost every year it's been that we've had it for uh we've done it for a few years now yeah uh but the games are destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite no man's sky and sea of thieves sea of thieves sea of thieves i don't uh play it but i've for some reason i always pay attention to what's going on i don't know why and they do a lot of cool stuff like all the time like people that are into that game have a lot of stuff to look forward to pretty frequently they do cool Mm -hmm. stuff like I actually played a little bit of Sea of Thieves for the first time last year with some friends, and it, it they made the experience so easy to just like jump in, or even if it's your first time, yeah. you can just jump right in, hop onto a ship with your friends, and just be a pirate. Which yeah. low barrier to entry is always good with a game like this, right? Yeah. The mechanics are just very simple too, so it's not you don't have to learn a lot to jump in. Like obviously, there's like deeper strategy when it comes to you know cannons and stuff like that but how to yeah. use the cannons how to load them like all that stuff is very intuitive which okay. makes it easy for anyone to jump in and play right yeah, yeah i feel like final fantasy 14 is always a main staple in this category too like yep like As they continue to release blockbuster level expansions and yeah. mm-hmm. although next year. week 
yeah none last year that was two years ago right that was it was like december it came out so it was yeah. kind of december 2021 so it was most of the people experienced it 2022 right but uh i mean it's it's the best supported mmo out there so not surprised yeah. to see it here yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the only games I can think of where they literally had to stop selling it because they were like, we don't have any more server space. Yeah. Please stop <laughs> buying that. our video game. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah for well, every time a new like content push comes out, I see people tweeting about like the emotions of the story as well. To yeah. where you know, in an MMO, usually it's like, okay, read text, fetch quest. All right, let's go raid. But Final Fantasy XIV has a lot more story that's impactful to to the players, oh, yeah. which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. I said that's that's a main reason. Like a lot, I I don't know. I I think it's fair to say most of the player base. That's why they're playing. Yeah, yeah. all twenty five million of them. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I tried to get into it because I was pulled in by that that enticing story, right? Yeah um but man i don't think i'm built for mmos so yeah i tried the grind grind got to me too i was the same way i was like boy i wish i could get through this to get to the good stuff but only there was an easy mode that's why i I play final fantasy 12. (laughs) you can literally pay to easy mode where you can skip the entirety of realm reborn and jump straight to the expansions with a character yeah that's true which I've thought about doing, but then I'm I'm like, but then is the story of Realm Reborn important? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cutscene movies. You yeah. can find probably like an eight-hour cutscene movie. It's true. Love it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's God's intended uh, um, way to experience MMOs. <laughs> that yeah. game I just heard about made the list. Fortnite. Oh, for- Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Just heard of Fortnite. Man, I'm all so, kinds of cool stuff. I'm so glad you discovered it last year, so everyone else can. Yeah, you can. It. You can have Indiana Jones fight John Wick. While Goku Kamehameha's that, or Kame Ham has them. Kame has them. Kame Ham from across this, the field. That's right. Kame Hamey. Kame Hamey. Like, oh god, I get kids so bad at that. Kame Hamey. Yeah. Yeah. Kame Hamey. Fortnite. Fortnite is one that I have played. I think one game of mm. once on my switch and I put it down halfway through and said, yeah, I don't give a fuck, but this is one that I voted for because mm. like for all of the shit that we give like metaverse and all of these different plans to build these connected worlds, whatever Fortnite is the closest thing. Their mm-hmm. ability to grab IP from everywhere you know, plan relevant events to to life, get not just like movie fans involved, but comic book fans, video gamers, anime Animator. fans, music fans. The fact that there have been multiple concerts held in Fortnite yeah. is mind-blowing. Star Wars had a fucking almost, plot point of reveal. It's almost like game. you can do the metaverse without crypto involved. Yeah. Yeah, it's V-Bucks. V-Bucks yeah. instead. That's the new future of currency. V-Bucks is everything. Yeah. I, I think Bitcoin. it is Ready Player One. Yeah, I think I voted for Fortnite too, because I think we, we mentioned this when we were talking about the the other game awards, the lesser ones, the Keeleys, where um, 
the less important show. <laughs> right. Um, where Fortnite no build mode is mm-hmm. truly a game changer that's been pulling yeah. people in. I feel like I've been hearing and seeing more Fortnite since no build mode came on the scene. I've literally been playing Fortnite for like, I played a bit of it for like a couple weeks last year because of it. And it's just so easy to hop in and see Bruno Mars beat the shit out of Goku with a microphone. Like <laughs> it's so it's it's truly wild and mind boggling just how many hours of ridiculous yeah. content you can get out of Fortnite, and yeah, that they that still stuff keep and adding. constantly evolving the map, and they have the 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 various themed for the seasons and how people get into that, and like they've done an incredible job at at fostering that community and like giving them good stuff like they it's not like they're taking advantage of people necessarily yeah like they get cool shit to engage with yeah and it's kind of the game that's like made battle passes really popular like i I mean i think dota was kind of the first to do a battle pass type thing but with a compendium like it's sort of kind of but fortnite really like you wouldn't have battle passes all over the industry without fortnite i bet like yeah and it's a pretty fair one too or if if i remember right it's one of the few where like if you complete the battle pass you'll get enough v bucks to buy the the next next one one. so you only need to theoretically pay ten dollars once and then i don't know 40 50 hours of your time but if you're a dedicated fortnite fan i mean that's just gonna happen right yeah that one purchase that first purchase got me through like four seasons of battle passes for the most part yeah so it's shit like that that makes me think back to like when i was a kid and it would be like uh save up pocket money whatever to to save up and buy a video game it's like fuck this whole game is free like goddamn i know yeah it's crazy yeah destiny i feel like we would need tyler here to speak its praises so Um, yeah so there's some other people on staff too but yeah we need him and um our other one we didn't talk about was no man's sky which i think has been a mainstay on this ca- this award category since we created the award yeah i think it well, was I mean, legitimate reason we created the it might have been yeah but I, what can we say other than like everybody said it's it might have the best redemption story uh, other than i guess the other one that's competing for it is final fantasy 14 also on yeah well that's what i was gonna i was actually gonna comment on that i feel like i'm, I'm feeling like the no man's sky wow that redemption story is so good magic is wearing off and not in like yeah. a bad way not like it's a bad game now but just like kind of oh i mean it's common knowledge it's kind of you know old news like mm-hmm. we know no man's sky is good now or decent at least like you can yep. move on you know so that's kind of where i'm at with no man's sky hey, they still do a lot of cool updates and a lot of stuff's yeah. happening like it's it is iterated it's slowly putting things in to move towards the goal they originally promised right where uh, they're going to be starting that's right yes um but yeah it's a good thing mm-hmm. yeah i think i just for me personally i've moved from whenever i see an update I used to think, oh, yeah, that's good now. I really want to check it out. Yeah. And now it's like I see an update. And I'm like, oh, that's good for them. You yeah. know? Yeah. So our, our runner-up was Fortnite. Ah. Didn't oh. take it. Interesting. Didn't take it. Then it's got to be Final Fantasy. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have enough people on staff that play 14. That, the yeah. 14th Fantasy. So it is Final Fantasy 14. Again, it won last year also. Mm. 
So it's a back to back evolving game. They winner. keep crushing it. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to be like, yeah, it's deserved because they are just yeah. knocking everything out of the park. I, <laughs> I shit you not, I reinstalled fourteen three days ago. <laughs> hey, preparing there for this. Go. Ready for six point three. Yeah. yeah. I I <laughs> and I do love the too, island like, sanctuary. Even though that MMO like it has so many people working on it, probably it really largely hasn't affected the mainline Final Fantasy games too. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, there's never been a worry of like, oh, 16 might not come out in time because they're busy with 14, right? Like, you've never yeah. had to think that. But also, yeah. Seven Remake Part Two, and December probably, hopefully, maybe Nine Remake. God, please. You want to see that? If they, if they drop that, oh man! You need to see Vivi's hat in 4K, 144. Uh, I want to see what what a modern day 4K Steiner's face looks like. <laughs> that's what I. That's what that's, I want to see. It gets you going. Yeah. For maybe you'll see. Maybe you'll see it in uh, in Fortnite. Well, maybe one day we'll do yeah. a Fortnite Steiner skin. There we go. You see that realistic aglop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah good good final fantasy 14 it's fantastic it's it is a worthwhile model for anybody that wants to make an mmo going forward to follow it's really fucking hard to do it yeah Yeah. Uh, but it's great stuff glad for mmo fans because you know wow sucks um oops (laughs) (laughs) so our next category is indie game of the year probably my favorite category Uh, every year uh for the the indies just keep getting bigger they bigger get and bigger and uh, they're always the reason I love it so much is this seems to be where the most creativity in gaming lives is where we see the most interesting things happen. Right. Not always, but usually. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting too that this, along with the next category, are only ones where there are ten nominees instead yes, of five. Yes, we nominate ten for these yeah. two. Uh, so the nominees for in the game of the year for 2022 are Immortality, Neon White. Norco, not for broadcast, Raft, Signalis, Stray, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors mm-hmm. are our 10. I think it's interesting to have two FMV games on there. Yeah, yeah. not for broadcast and uh, immortality. Yeah. Not for broadcast is cool, also, if you people haven't played it. It's such a cool idea. That's a great yeah. game. It's it's like you work at a TV news station, but you're under a, like authoritarian regime, right? Yeah. So you have to deal with propaganda. You, and... you have to make like it's 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 very papers please esque, and like that you're having to like censor shit and like cut away and like do stuff like that as these clips are going. And they some clips are great. They ham it up, and like it's it's good time. It's mm-hmm. very fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's there's a lot of games on this list we haven't really touched on right um yeah. i think it would probably be worth us kind of discussing a bit i think neon white i think is the only one that we've given a 10 out of 10 on that list it was our we... only 10 out of 10 this at uh, 2022 i think i think so because neon white is that uh that ben oh, esposito yeah. game where it's it's like it's first person platforming shooter but all your guns are cards and you discard your guns to do parkour and you're just time trialing to get to the end of each stage really really quickly and there's leaderboards pursuit of perfection that they did 
really well. Yeah. That everybody wants to shave that half a second off their time or whatever to get the perfect pathway. Yeah. Perfect execution. It's like taking that uh what's it what's what's that called in the, the like gauntlet trial run in in uh Titanfall that people love to do and making like a game a, out of it. Yeah, like oh, leaderboard the, the, parkour, parkour, the parkour, parkour time trial it was like making they're like, Oh, let's make a game out of that. Mm-hmm. Um and they did it. Yeah. Well. I, mean, I think it, it's so it feels so innovative too, right? Because it's like it's not just the parkour, but there's like you have to kill all the enemies in the stage yeah. to get to the end. Like you can't just, you know, run to the ending. But also the way you interact with the guns is as if it's a card game, which you know, it feels different, right? Mm. Um and there's just so there's like the perfect marriage of like shooting and parkour in that like i think of the assault rifle i think it is or you can just shoot it like an assault rifle or if you discard the card it launches a grenade which obviously aoe damage right but you can also bounce yourself off of the grenade's blast so it's like do you use it to kill a bunch of enemies or do you use it to stick it onto a wall jump above it and like get yourself launched up like it's those sort of things where it's like you're making all these tactical choices in literally half a second yeah it's i can reveal now it took third place didn't win. Wow. Interesting. Took the Surprising. Race. What are some of the other ones in the top three, though, right? About? What's that? Raft? There's Raft in the top three? <laughs> really? No. Auden is shaking his head for our no, audio listeners. That makes sense. He's insane. so chill. Raft. You, well, I you think talk you about are about? our Raft expert. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, raft is basically raft, you start on this on this like four by four raft and end mm. up building a, a whole bigger build a monstrosity. Raft. Like it's pretty great. Wow. Ra- um, raft. You just go on island to island. The music is so freaking chill. Like I could just turn that music on in the background and just listen to it all day. It just mm. it puts your brain to sleep. Um, <laughs> some of these things that you're saying are not good selling points i think that i think that they need different pr well, I, know, like, I know what uh, he means it's kind yeah. of like turning on like a lo-fi channel for the most part it's just kind of in the background yeah. it it just sets a, a nice vibe um lo-fi hip-hop raps to chill too that's right somebody do that please um mm-hmm. but i mean you know, like it's also an incredible kind of multiplayer game in terms of you know, you build a raft with a friend, just do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, accidentally leave them behind on an island. That's always fun. Um, accidentally, of course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Accident. Um, but, I mean, it's it's like story driven. It's you're basically looking for clues to get to um, the final like utopia where all of the humans have migrated to. Um, and each island has like a series of puzzles you have to get through the golden in order raft. to get the clue um but it's pretty cool it's definitely if if you like kind of survival-esque or um some level of puzzles and exploration like it's a must pick up mm. okay i think it's flown under a lot of people's radar just because it's been in early access for it has years. it's been in early for access for like three oh. years or something right yeah like it only just came out in 22 yeah yeah it's a sleeper pick from rut for the indie game it's not in the top three, though. Sorry. Uh, that's top three. I'm not disappointed in our staff. I could, I could go look up the rest of it. Did it make? <laughs> it, it didn't make top five. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, but it made it made top ten, and that is, top still, 10. that is still that is so important. There you go. Buddy. Playoffs on Monday. Monday. Okay. Oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, oh, Zam- I'm going to need the list of who didn't vote for it. Um, this is why uh, you can't me. see. I didn't. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I don't think I voted for it either. Uh, Vampire next... Survivor, I feel like is it's got to be in the top three. Um, I, I, I wonder. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like most mm. of our staff talked about it at some point or another. Vampire Survivors is phenomenal. It, uh, is. it looks like fucking garbage that you'd see on a bench, like on a, a ad banner that you're like, this is a scam. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Yeah. Uh, but then you play it and you're like, this might be one of the most addicting things I've ever played. Well, I think what's insidious about it is you play it for 30 minutes and you're like, eh, this is okay, but I'm... I don't yeah. see this getting that deep. It's fine. It's whatever. And then you play for 30 more minutes. Yeah. And then it's it really starts and then it's clicking. 12 hours later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've actually been playing a lot of this game in the past week. Like I think I played 10 hours of it in the past week because I've like I played a lot wow. before, but I was like, everyone's been talking about it in game of the yeah. year stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, let's get it's back into things. this. It's one yeah. of the and perfect got- like podcasts or watching something or listening to something games too. <laughs> He's and got that a big roadmap for this year too. Like he's like, I've got a lot planned, and there's, there's already, already so already much out. to it. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, like I, I last night out of curiosity scrolled through the like the they have that list of the collectibles you can unlock or like the weapons and items you can mm. unlock by doing achievements, and it's such a long fucking list, man. It's <laughs> so much. There's a lot to it. Yeah. And I think what what's so brilliant about it is that it is very it's it's that perfect example of like simple building blocks but complex final creations where like yeah. mm-hmm. you know the the final build you end up with at the end of a run is unimaginable compared to like when you first start. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's crazy how stuff you have to that you wouldn't think is looking at a game like that you, that wouldn't matter of like the map you're on greatly affects which upgrades are more suit better suited to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And making decisions like that where this game seems so simple that you don't you're like, I don't need to care about that. It's like, you know what? It it'll change a lot for you. Like it'll make mm-hmm. things a lot better if you make this decision. Yeah. And since I played it, they've added like, you know, speed modes where it's like you do you can do everything yeah. faster, you move faster, which just it feels nice to make it a little more bite-sized if you want a quick run where you know you're not gonna have the full 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but there is a a weird euphoria you feel when you finally create a build where you can just put down the controller and walk away as yep. it as it just does its thing like what you're was, just a living buzzsaw of death yes what what is this genre of thing called like i know that like you are the bullet hell yeah essentially that's the closest yeah. thing i've heard people it's like a reverse yeah. bullet hell is what Basically. i've heard people describe it as and i'm all oh. for that being a genre name because it yeah. sounds so ridiculously dumb that yes perfect it's good it's such a good little thing and it's only if what if you like even full price is a few bucks yeah or something yeah like less cheap than 10 hell. if you want the dlc it's cheap as hell and if you and like it another good one is soulstone survivors that dropped mm-hmm. um they it's a little of, different it's but... a little different in terms of like vampire survivors you're only killing the enemies but in uh soulstone survivors you're also avoiding like projectiles and there's like bosses you have to get through it's in a, order to it's complete it. Reverse reverse bullet hell. Kinda reverse, it's a bullet hell plus reverse bullet hell all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's oh it adds it takes Vampire Survivors and layers a couple more things on top that are interesting and, and fun to play. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out if you like Vampire Survivors. Yeah, because I think that one has active abilities too, which is which is I think the main differentiator from Vampire yeah. Survivors. And like you would think that taking away the options isn't a good thing, but I kind of feel like the fact that you all you do is control the stick or control the mouse or whatever, right? Like that's it. You just click on a few decisions for like what weapon to upgrade or what weapon to get, and then you just move. And that's it. It's just like it's the beauty and the simplicity of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's good, good. Another on our list is Signalis, which I know there's quite a few people on staff pretty hyped for. It's a mm -hmm. like uh, sci-fi Resident Evil. Resident like Evil, school. yeah, old school Resident Evil game. Yeah. Uh the aesthetic kind of nails that old school Resident Evil look mm -hmm. also. Yeah, it looks like an HD PS1 game yeah. in a way. Like, yeah. I think that's a fair that's a fair way to say it. Yeah. 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 And I don't mean that in a bad way either. No, it just it's, nails it's, that aesthetic. It's yes, it looks good mm. very polygonal polygonal yeah polygonal very polygamy oh. yeah. <laughs> but yeah no I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it i know that fans of the survival horror genre are pretty hype about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't, I haven't, other than we played it played it briefly at pax which was it was really neat mm. uh, i haven't, haven't had a chance to go through it but it's pretty cool looking right yeah. So, are are there any other games on that there list? There are that we... two other ones. Yeah. One that we were continually baffled by at the Game Awards being nominated for everything was Stray. Stray. I'm surprised it did not get nominated for our visual design because it that would have been very deserved. I feel. Mm. Yeah. That's Might that's its real big strength. Yeah. Uh, so you, you're a cat. Yeah, you're a kitty that can scratch carpets and. You can and get your head stuck people. in things. Yep. Mm -hmm. Stray, Stray was a lot of fun as a game. I had a blast playing it. Um, and like the, the story, there was a story. It was fun, but it wasn't, um, you know, an insanely strong story. Mm. Uh, but it was fun. My cats fucking yeah. hated me playing it. That was, <laughs> that was definitely worth the price of entry. Yeah. The TV kept meowing at him. When I've I've heard people talk about Stray, they're like <laughs> expecting more out of it. It feels like when it's like it's very much like this game's a vibe. Like that's yeah. what you're playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not some actiony thing, not some platforming thing. It's not one where you're gonna get super in depth in like being this cat simulator or some bullshit. Some people were thinking it would be. It's, it's very a nice much cat a vibe. armor. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be like the sky like the skyrim of cat games which i guess the khajiit are the cats of skyrim but you know i wasn't expecting it to be that deep but i do think it kind of wears out its welcome personally i think yeah. it is a little too long for what it is which is for the most part like mechanically speaking pretty basic pretty simple platforming yeah. puzzles action like oh, adventure kind of puzzle type things um so i agree that it's the vibe I just don't know. I wouldn't stick to the end of the game explore. just for the vibes. I mean, yeah. I like cats. Cats are cute. Okay. And the only other one that we somehow missed it when we talked about multiplayer was the Shredder's Revenge, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's oh, Revenge. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. 
such um, a really good idea of coming out yeah like yeah. definitely f- reminded everybody of the snes games <laughs> and they it looks they looked great played great great beat ups yeah very faithful to like what you'd remember of it yep <laughs> so i'm curious what was the second because we got third place was neon white for any <sighs> game of the year my guess is is second is going to be tunic first is going to be tmnt so second is tunic mm. yep two Which for tunic i i personally would have put tunic at one Actually, no, I did put, I would have put it at two because I put Norco at one, I would think. Oh, mm. you bastard. Yeah, Norco. Norco is really good. <laughs> Tunic is, is that, phenomenal, though. Is is Norco what won? It is not the winner. Norco did not win. I got no idea what it could be then. Vampire Survivors? Vampire Survivors is the Hell winner. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> this might nice. be the surprising one. I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Nice. But I was like, yeah, actually, good for it. It's so it's <laughs> so perfectly well done for what it's doing. I'm I didn't realize that many people that. on staff played it. It's good stuff. It's a great game. And hey, Fantastic. it's it's one of those games where like I'm scared about what I'm about to say because I feel like I'm about to Uh-oh. like give people marijuana. It's on your phone now. You can download it on yeah. your phone and never put your phone down ever again. Because it's there. You think like marijuana's for... bad? No, marijuana's great, Man, but you know. Marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so addicting, right? In a way that is so simple. So I can totally I heard, uh, understand. I've been told that marijuana's not addicting. Oh, okay. I, I'm talking about vampire survivors. People but how do like marijuana then? <laughs> you know, just the idea like, hey, kid, you want some drugs? Get some marijuana. Get some vampire survivors. This is your drug now. Hmm. I don't, I don't I like cocaine I don't, would be the better okay cocaine <laughs> cocaine that works too you guys are all out yeah. of touch yeah Met, you want to offer Met some kids the, the drug of choice out there hey if you guys want to offer kids cocaine and meth that's guys all method clearly one. clearly it's jingle jangle yeah mm-hmm. that's it's what they jingle. that's what they say when the shards are jingling florida thing no that's a that's a <laughs> uh uh Florida people are crazy, man. They're in like PCP and shit. Riverdale thing. Mess with that. Bop salts. Yeah. Scrub your toes. Eat your neighbor. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. Yes. That one, one of the more famous Empire. bath salts stories was from a, my local area. Oh, really? <laughs> one of the zombie bath salt stories was from around here. Rather oh, beautiful. <laughs> anyway. anyway. No, I'm just saying. Anyway, back to awards. We're stop talking. Why are we talking about meth and stuff, guys? God. Um, <laughs> congrats to vampire survivors. Yeah. Yeah. Big congrats. Um, I'm not sure how he's much... a solo dev too, right? Uh, I, I'm if, not sure. If not, it's a very small team. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was solo not positive. Or I, it's definitely one dude's the main face of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he if it's a solo dev. Mm. Um. I'm not sure whether to talk about tabletop game or RPG of the year that's still being sorted out. We have nominees. Vampire so Survivor can... is a single dev. There you go. A one vampire. So I can uh, I can at least Galante. talk about what we've nominated for tabletop game of the year mm-hmm. slash RPG of the year. Um, but you will have to wait to hear the winner until the published article comes out later this week. Fair enough. Um, the nominees though are Cyborg RPG. The Essence 20 RPG system, Jurassic World Legacy of Isla Nublar, 
I don't know. I'll say Isla that. Nublar. Isla Nublar. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Kill Team Into the Dark box set from Warhammer 40K and Spelljammer Adventures in Space. Do they spell jammer something you did, Stretch, right? Yeah. 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 So Spelljammer was a, a collection of three books that the Spelljammer setting was only previously touched on in like second edition. So this is the first time that it had been like officially coming back. Um, and it's pretty much D&D in space. Um, there are a whole bunch of like different space variants of um, monsters and stuff, which is quite cool. Um, I've actually got some of them behind this couch. Uh, not the uh, figurines of the monsters, not the actual monsters. Well, um, as far as you know, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, um, but it was a really, a really great adventure. You get to go uh, hopping through space on a spaceship, see space whales, fight a giant asteroid with an eyeball. Um, all really cool stuff. This was, you know, one of the first big pushes to to expand again past the Forgotten Realms settings, which most people are familiar with, and what what people will be seeing in the upcoming D and D movie. Mm. Um, that was an excellent adventure. Yeah, cool. There you go. Little, That's the taste of. You can hear more of our tabletop thoughts later this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that as well. The Essence Twenty system is the one that um, the the new Transformers and the GI Joe and I believe the Power Rangers RPG have all been built on as well. Mm. So that's been a really cool kind of like Saturday morning lineup of like get in, play your favorite characters, become part of that world. Um, and I don't know too much about the cyborg system, um, but everything that I've been hearing is is good. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So there's a little bit of context and validity to the to the tabletop portion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so now it's time for the biggie, the game of the year. Cody. Who won game it? Game of the year. Uh, um, and we have 10 nominees here also. So the 10 nominees are Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Marvel's Midnight Suns, oh, yeah. Marvel Snap, Neon White, Norco, Tunic, and vampire survivors what's cool about this year more than any other i think i i wish i'd had the numbers that i'd counted up because i did look back i think this is the most like um indie games that we've had also nominated for game of the year nice maybe top 10 list it's good indie indie year Mm. very good was yeah you know out of curiosity can we recount some of the games of the years we've had in the past few years i think hades won it for 2020 Right. Yes. Twenty. Yeah. I really so need to build a who remembers last year's winner? Who won that? Can we remember? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a good question. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Uh, Guardians oh, of the so it was Guardians of the Galaxy last year. <laughs> then it was uh, Hades. 80. And then Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5. 2018 was God of War. Mm-hmm. 2017 was Breath of the Wild. 2016 right. is Overwatch. 2015 was Witcher 3. You know, that's eight years old this year. That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah. And before that, who cares? 2014, I think, was Bayonetta 2. Yeah. That works. 
but but yeah so that's that's the annals of, of history that we're talking about here like the game that one game of the year is joining that oh 2016 group. wasn't overwatch i'm an idiot that was part of the lineup it was doom oh doom. yeah doom oh yeah yeah doom won it. Mm-hmm. anyway yeah okay so let me think back on the nominees list i think there are a few that we haven't talked about we yet did not right? talked about kirby I did not play Kirby. I like the idea that he can turn into weird shit. Yes. Even weirder he, than normal. He can turn into, I think it was one of your questions, Stretch, from yes. the quiz show of uh, how many special big big things can he eat? Yeah, he could turn into like 60 or something over the course yeah. of the game, which is just like, that's a lot. That, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite think we need that many Kirbys, but that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I played the demo of the game and it, it does deliver on like just the whimsy of I'm going to eat that and then use it's it. A, it's a curvy game. It is yeah. in fact a curvy game. And I think yeah. that it, it curbied with the best of them. Yeah. Oh, I, I still think the trailer is one of my uh, favorite moments of the year only because the way it's shot, you see the car and it's framed in a way where you're like, oh, Kirby's going to eat the car. And at first you're joking because you're like, there's no way he would eat the car. And then he eats the car. He becomes, <laughs> I am become car. Yeah. And he's like this curse, like stretched over the car kind of thing. Like, yes, it's amazing. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's where I would want Kirby to go. Yeah. Keep going down this way with Kirby. I can't wait for a super Kirby galaxy where he eats planets. Yes. Yeah. That would be good. And just stretches his mouth all over. I could see him being a great addition to uh to like a Katamari game. Yeah. <laughs> like build it all up, feed it to Kirby. He becomes yeah. even more of an eldritch being. Yes. He is the void. Uh, uh one that Rhett will want to talk about is Marvel's Midnight Suns. It, that was one I was talking a lot of shit early on in the year where I was like, <laughs> I hate the idea of the cards for the strategy. Yes. And then previews and reviews started coming out and I was like, am I fucking wrong? And then the I game came out and I started normally, playing. Yes. Yeah, so you, you, I, whenever you ask yeah. yourself that, you can just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So I have gotten every single achievement 83.3 hours. Wow. Well, no, you're missing one achievement. Yeah, you don't have one. It's the, uh, did you get all of the other achievements one is bugged. So I got all the achievements, and then the one that's like, hey, you have all the achievements is like, fuck you. Um, What I'm saying is you don't have all the achievements. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, you don't have all the achievements. Checking every day to see if there's an update, and then launching it, and probably finally getting that achievement. But Wow, so you're not even a real gamer. Yeah. 83 hours into it. Um... Wow. Collected everything, even though it didn't matter. Uh, Are and... you best friends with Spider-Man now? Yeah. I maxed cool. everybody's friendship level. Nice. Um, did all of the challenges, all that stuff. It's, it is a surprisingly... Is Tony Stark dead? Game. Does he live? No. He's dead? <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. Did somebody die? I don't think, from what I understand, Midnight Suns is outside of MCU. Well, I know. Canon, I would. So. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the MCU. It's definitely not the MCU. There's references to stuff that happened in the MCU, but very mm. lightly. 
see i, I wonder um, how much of that is just because the mcu references marvel comics yeah, so yeah, that's true, probably. Just, <laughs> true. just referencing There's marvel definitely stuff that's like that's yeah. definitely comics that's probably both and then there's other stuff that I'm like, I don't remember that. Mm. Um, but there's there's a lot to it um, from a, a, a gameplay perspective. Like you can, there's like nine levels of difficulty and I beat it on the hardest one, which it definitely takes a lot longer to complete each mission because right. um, enemies have significantly more health. You have to be more careful with your choices. Um, and then I new game plus it on story mode and just like breeze through missions for the most part. Mm. Um, but there's just, there's so many ways you can kind of build your deck, build your team. Um, it, there's a lot of nuance to picking your abilities and like chaining, say something that captain Marvel does with something that captain America does. Yeah. Uh, and there's just, there's a lot of. There is a lot of repetition in the missions, I will say that, but each mission is maybe 10 to 15 minutes long. So it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've yeah, been I had playing, a great time with it. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of it over the break and I've been enjoying it too. I haven't beaten it, but I'm like deep into the third act and I'm, I, I feel like that's the, the close to the end. I don't imagine there's a fourth act with where, where the story is kind of going. Um, but I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, the store, the missions can get a little repetitive because it's kind of the same. Like, I want to say there's eight or nine different objective types, mm-hmm. although some of them can feel a little similar. Um, but I think what it does kind of a similar thing that roguelikes do where, yeah, it's the same objective, but your your circumstances are different. I think it's like the party you bring in, the cards that they draw, the cards that they even have all of that kind of makes each mission feel a little bit different. Like if you go in with a team with like Spider-Man on your team, then you're going to be thinking, okay, I want to build this match around the idea of like how many environmental like triggers can I hit where Spider-Man can do the most damage. Right. Whereas then if you go in with like Captain America, it's like, how, how's the best way I can taunt everyone. So everyone tries to attack Captain America and he counters them back and just cleans house. Right. It's like those sort of decisions that I think, this game absolutely nails that strategic feeling with the cards yeah and choice is never like overwhelming either in -hmm. terms of like it's a very limited map for each mission it's not like say XCOM where you're you've got this pretty expansive area to branch out and try and get angles on it's it's basically a circular map every single time yeah it's movement is not quite as important as the cards that you choose Mm -hmm. And the character moments are pretty nice too, similar to like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think everything aside from like the the hunter's kind of stiff medieval performance, everything else feels very like cohesive and like playful. And like if you're a Marvel fan, you're gonna get a lot of out of it. And like they even have some cheeky like uh, references to things, you know. Like I think Spider Man at one point in my game said like, "Man, I wonder if there are other Spider Men out there." Or something like that you know and it's like okay you know right like if you've watched spider-verse or something and you're like okay yeah right did you play the female or the male hunter i played the woman she's also yeah. kind of a little stiff the cause... male performance is better having played both mm, like gotcha. playing through i played through the male the first time and it was i mean it's decent but playing through as the female the second time it felt very awkward I was mm. like, this feels very different than the last playthrough I did. Hmm. So I think it was just a difference in voice acting and kind of the inflections that were being used. 
Yeah. Because uh, most of the words are the same. Gotcha. Yeah, that's Marvel's Midnight Suns. Sounds good. It's one of those I like just, I'll, I'll play it eventually. Mm -hmm. Just so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's been yeah. a lot of games, so it's like, boy, it's been hard to keep up with this year. And it's well, only going to get better. It's a lengthy game if you want to do everything. Yeah. If you want to get their Midnight Suns uniform and their ultimates and all that kind of stuff, it, it takes time. The industry is giving us a few weeks of a break, and then it's just just hammering us again. Yeah, I mean, like, guys, you're on a break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, later this week from this episode, fucking One Piece comes out, and then the week after is Fire oh, Emblem, yeah. and then Forspoken, and then Dead Space, and then it just keeps coming, and it don't yeah. stop coming. Yeah. Every every time I look at our upcoming games list, I cry. Um, mm. It's the next couple. So, the know, next there might be a game of the year in that list somewhere. Yeah, one piece. I don't remember it at the end of the year, but <laughs> what's new? Yeah, <laughs> and we get to the end of every year, and and stretched us his little thing where he's like, "This game came out in January," and you're like, "Wait, seriously? That was this year?" The the key to remembering January is big Japanese dev game, mm -hmm. like Hitman Three. Yeah. Yep. Uh, are so there what other was... games on the Gotti list? We have talked about everything, I believe, okay. on this list previously. So our, our so third, runner up? third place third? went to Marvel okay. Snap. Third okay. place Marvel Snap. Okay. Marvel Snap went third place. Now I think we can you can guess the top two, probably. Norco and surprise guest pentiment horizon and that didn't make the game of the year nominee list yes. but yes yeah, right in a right in Sticker, yeah. yes it, yeah. Written in. uh probably elden ring god of war right Th those are the top the two. two yeah but, but which so. one ran away with the winner this time who who elden snuck ring it out one, god of war yeah i guess elden ring there was yeah. a lot of fans for that in our staff this year yeah yeah, yeah i think it's fans everywhere yeah, I think Elden Ring's the one. It, it was Elden Ring by a landslide. Landslide. It might be one of the biggest gaps we've ever had for a game of the year. Wow. It crushed it this year. Hmm. By far and them. away, the most first place votes by a lot. That's um, pretty good. I mean, that's crazy it's that we have so many people who are wrong on the staff. <laughs> yeah, that's like wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I think it's like every year we have a game of the year and the industry picks a game of the year, but I feel like this feels similar to how when Breath of the Wild won game of the year, where it's like, it's not just, oh, this is a really good game, but like this is a game that is going to impact open world design and yeah. mechanics for years to come. And I think Elden Ring is similar to that in terms of, it's going to be an iconic game for years and years. Yeah. yeah. It kind of, kind of feels like it was, uh, this is, well, you, people hope not, but it kind of feels like this is the peak of the, the souls formula in a way. Like, where does it go from here? Kind of thing. I mean, I'd be open to like a Sekiro, something that's like a tighter samurai focus. It's like a little bit of a different combat style, yeah. but I like that a lot. 
but I do think if they came back and announced like we're rebooting, we're rebooting Dark Souls or like Bloodborne Two, I think I mean I'd be I would play it, but there's a part of my mind that's like kind of wish they announced Elden Ring Two though, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, Elden Ring Tears of the Kingdom, man. You're getting Lies of P this year. That's right, P- Pinocchio, yeah. Elden Ring. Yeah, that game's gonna be pretty rad. I'd love to see if they if they could do their Elden Ring formula in like a grittier, like licensed game. Like what kind of different world would or like established world would lend itself to that? Uh Game of Star Wars. Thrones. I'm just throwing it out there, uh, but Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, but there's game like yeah, there's some oh, good yeah. fantasy there. Like I'm thinking like oh, One Punch Man. About, like Berserk. Yeah. Berserk. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking if they do Lord a game of, Rings. of if they do Game of Thrones, they could hire that guy George Martin or whatever to write it. <laughs> That's true. Who? No, he's, I believe he's, he's almost done with Winds of Winter right now. <laughs> he's almost done, he said. He's Allegedly. almost done. Yeah. I almost he means like three more years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Boy, it's a good get it's a good thing that he has handed over all of his like diaries to other people. To be like, yes. this is it what will, happens. It'll definitely be finished someday. Someday. That reminds me, as an aside, have you guys seen that movie Logan Lucky? No. no. Anyway, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> movie, but it's a prison movie where they're doing a heist and stuff. And part of it takes place in a, a prison. And at one point, the like, pri- like the the or jail or whatever, they they the prisoners take over, uh, like from the uh, guardsmen, and they're like trying to negotiate to get stuff they're like man get us get us the next the next game of thrones book like the <laughs> library's not finished and they're like dude he hasn't written it yet they're like this is a, that's bullshit you're fucking lying <laughs> get us the next book <laughs> 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 it's pretty funny like go fuck with us we know the next one's out there we need to finish this story we need to know what um, happens that's good was the last it's, one it's a good one yeah. a while it was a while ago i think it was 2012 you can just give him all the item descriptions in Elden Ring, and yeah, well, it'll be the <laughs> anyway. 2011 yeah, Elden Ring. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, there, Elden there Ring. There will be children having their 12th birthday this year that have never seen a release of a George R. R. Martin book. <laughs> <laughs> a Song of Ice and Fire book. There's been other Martin well, books. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I think it's kind of expected. Like, I mean, uh, I think we uh, all. Not surprising at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think like even at the beginning of this year, since Elden Ring's release, everyone was like, "Well, the only other game that could give it a run for its money is God of War Ragnarok," yep. and I think that's just kind of proven out to be yeah. true across the board for the most part. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we. And it, yeah. it owned it owned the internet for months. Yeah, for a in while. In terms of of people talking about it, so... people forgot again that Horizon got released. Poor Horizon. Yeah, it really is just the canary in the coal mine for like yeah. big games. Just for like generationally important games yes. come out the same year and just fucking <laughs> wash it away. Yeah, <laughs> poor bastards. Yeah. So well, right. hey, maybe Horizon Three that'll be their their big break. Third maybe. time's a charm. Horizon you know? Three will be the Elden do Ring we, of Horizon. It'll release the same week as the next God of War. <laughs> Or do we do we know what the release date for the VR one is? Does it line up with Tears right. of the Kingdom? Does February twenty two. Yeah, it comes out the day PSVR two comes out. Yeah, it's a launch title for PSVR. Uh, February twenty two. February. February. So it's got 
That means that it's got like two to three weeks until uh, until Tears of the Kingdom is out. Yeah, but it's a VR <laughs> no, no, thing. That's May. No, Tears of the Kingdom is May. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was it's March. VR said its own class watch. If, what will happen is it comes out and people are like, wow, that's a pretty good VR game. And then whatever the like first like big banger fucking VR game will come out and people forget about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, didn't they just announce to that Gran Turismo 7 is going to get a free update with the VR yeah, and I'm VR. like, dude, that's like the kind of thing that I think everyone's been asking for with VR. Yeah, oh. It should be red. Yeah, I'm thinking about cool. getting like a flight stick and stuff and doing flight sim in VR. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft flight sim on PS5. <laughs> oh wait, you got an index. I got an index, yeah. <laughs> so I can, and I can, I figured out how to pull from the Oculus as well. So mm. I'm gonna start exploring some of those. There you go. Yeah, but but to revisit that uh, Call of the Mountain thing, it, it does come out on a very busy week because the day before, like a Dragon Ishin comes out and Atomic mm. Hearts. Sons of the Forest. Atomic Hearts either going to be super disappointing or like one of the best games. I think it's going to somehow be both. (laughs) It's a mix. Yeah, and later that week too. Yes, Kerbal Space Program two, like early access. Yeah, that's that week too. Yeah, I didn't have that on my list. (laughs) It's a lot of stuff. Anyway, uh, as, as we've looked forward to 2023, 2022 was a great year. Elden Ring, fantastic. Yeah, truly um, a, a once-in-a-lifetime, well, once-in-a-generation kind of game. Yeah. Listen, yeah. developers, I'm talking to you right now. If you're thinking of releasing a game in February, don't. Do it. This Just is don't. when <laughs> Rockstar's like, all right, and Grand Theft Auto 6 is it slated oh for God. February. Just fucking wrecking everybody else's releases. Yeah. Can you imagine how many delays there would be from that decision? Like, and they, you don't launch that same week. Hell, you yeah. don't launch that same month. No. Yeah. But I hey, would. dead ass, real talk, keep this in mind. Starfield is supposed to come out bef- like before oh, the, right. in the first half of 23. It's supposed yeah. to come out sometime. I'm guessing it's going to be April. See, they could do April's that. April's pretty empty at the moment. That would be a great time. Well, for the moment, I should say. Yeah, that would be or a they could, or they could give Zelda two a run for its money. Who knows, right? But I don't know. Mm. It's it's something to just kind of consider as as you're planning out your calendar, right? Yeah, I mean, looking at at February in terms of like what I've got tracked, like, um, Deliver Us Mars, Dead Island two. Le- Hogwarts Legacy comes out in February, Wild West Dynasty, Wild Hearts, Like a Dragon, Ishin, Atomic Heart, Sons of the Forest, Octopath Traveler 2, Adelir Rise of 3, uh, Scars Above, um, and then there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't have release dates that says early Q1 that has me worried. So, And hey, one of those games read out is going to be our game of the year in 2023, but to find out what it is, you'll have to tune in next year. <laughs> That's right. Keep, keep this date in mind. One year from this date, you will know. Yes, yeah. Set a reminder. Island 2. That, that's the one, yep. Uh, but I think that's a wrap on our, our big Game that's Awards it. Game of the Year episode. Where congratulations to Elden Ring. Congratulations to Vampire Survivor for, for taking the big one. For how poorly our choices hey, were and, made. And no one on our podcast uh, interrupted uh, Elden Ring getting their award. So I think we're the better it's awards. True. It's true. That's true. Yeah. 
And we're but start we do... airing ours the same time as the Game Awards. Got it. Oh, we should tell Al Pacino he can go home now, right? Oh. Has anyone told him yet? He's still in the green room. Uh, I'll, tell, I'll go find him. All right, all right. <laughs> Hopefully he's napping. I hope so. He deserves a little bit of sleep. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, we were happy that you were here and you stuck with us through this whole, what was it, maybe hour and a half of, of awards stuff. Uh, if you enjoyed, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Share it with a friend. Hit subscribe if you haven't. Uh, and follow us on our socials because we're also doing our reader's choice. Or I think that's probably wrapped that's right. up yeah. at the time. Uh, by the time this comes out, the vote will be over. But the reader's choice results will be revealed throughout this week. Yes, you can check them out on our Twitter, on our TikTok, all of our socials. And if you follow them now, you can be around for the next time we do a big poll of that kind. Have your voice be heard at TechRaptor. Where um, you can also go to our site, techraptor.net, to see all the news, features, and reviews that we publish throughout the week. But if you want more of this show, we will be back next week. And we will see you then.